This is a podcast for curious readers. Welcome back, my literary friends, my podcast people. It's Kristen back again, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about round two of our staff book swaps. Uh, First, some details on some downtown events happening over the next couple weekends. And of course, I am talking about the Fire and Ice Festival. So those of you who live in downtown Linnets know all about this. If you are listening from somewhere else, uh, I'll tell you what it is. So this weekend... Again, for this, I think, second or third year, uh, Fire and Ice is going to happen over two separate weekends. It's going to be a week-long celebration, um, and it's going to cover two weekends. The fun kicks off, um, kind of, on Thursday. There's a ticketed event at the T-Shirt Factory, um, which should be a lot of fun. Things really get fun on Friday uh, the 17th at 4 p.m. That's when the ice sculptures start to go out. And all of the crazy downtown fun happens. Of course, the shops are open. And um, I kind of feel like Stefan from SNL. I was like, this event has got everything. <laughs> it's got ice sculptures. It's got a chili cookout. It's got a 10-day pub crawl. It's going to have a kid's fair with bouncy houses for the day that they're off school on President's Day. Um, that's down in the park. They're going to have a maker's market the second weekend at Linden Hall. There's going to be food trucks. I mean, literally, there's so much things happening. So that's going to be a lot of fun, kind of something exciting, interesting to get you out of your house on, um, you know, cold winter days, although they're not that cold right now. So that is Fire and Ice Festival, which I think is probably the biggest thing on people's minds in town right now. Um, And of course, you can stop by the store to see what our ice sculpture is. It is, I don't know if it's coming out in the first or second wave of um, ice sculptures because they're doing them in two different, I don't know, chunks, I guess. (laughs) Um, So there's a lot of fun stuff. Um, for the next couple weekends, starting this Thursday evening, February 16th, as we get things started, and then the 17th, as um, kind of all the free public stuff starts happening downtown. It's going to be a really fun week, and um, I know I have a five-year-old who loves the Fire and Ice Festival, which is walking around town and seeing the sculptures is most of the fun. So all the other stuff is just added, an added bonus on top. Later uh, in the episode, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more specifically about store events. So we are bringing back a lot of in-store events finally, author events, um, book clubs, gaming events, tarot events, um, author signings. We're going to have all that and more, and we'll talk about that a little bit later in the episode. But right now, this is Sam and me just talking about the book swap and who got who. So enjoy, and then later at the book swap episodes where we talk about what we read, we'll do we'll we'll record those and put those out um, in separate episodes later. So enjoy the conversation. I know I did. Uh, oh, so awesome! Those are events. So what we really want to talk about those are events. is book swap number okay, two. Yes. Is the book swap number two. Dun, dun, yes. dun, dun, so dun. let's set up the premise because we're doing it differently this time than we did it the first time. Right. Um, but this time, instead of picking the person, we picked books and then. Right. Yeah. So it's, we did it a little yeah. bit backwards time, which has been fun, actually. 
it has been, and and the pairings are really interesting this time. Yeah. So yeah. what we did, so what I did was, you know, and we kept a secret, like mm-hmm. they're listening now to find out who gave them their books. That's mm-hmm. basically, cause I haven't said, like you can most have been able to guess. Um, but so everybody gave me two books in different genres that they read that they think, you know, that are like kind of epitomize the genre um, that are ones that they would recommend to someone who wants to start in the new genre or ones that they just think everybody should read regardless of genre. Um, And I said two books because since we didn't know who was getting the book, it could be that they've already read it or it's way out of their comfort zone that they would not be comfortable reading it. Right. Thank God I did not get Lindsay's books because there's no way I could read them. (laughs) No, I I have Lindsay's books and you would not want them. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, So everybody gave me two books and then I packaged the books in the little bags. Yep. And sealed them so no one could see them. Yep. And put a number on them. Um. And then everybody rolled dice to see which number bag they drew. Yep. So it was completely random. There was, it was no. It was you know, very yeah. fun. And I tell you what, I like. It was not like because I was at work when a couple people rolled the dice and pulled their bag. And then we were trying to figure <laughs> out like whose books are these. And yeah. it was yeah. not easy to figure out in all cases. It was kind of like, well, it could be, I don't know. It could be this person. Some of them were obvious. Right. Yeah, there are some. There, there are several bags that could have been like two different, yeah. two or three different people. Yes. Put those in yeah. a bag. Yeah. 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 Although there's one person who couldn't remember her own book. Yeah, that, was, that was me. <laughs> I couldn't figure out. Yeah. I had a moment where I where we were going through books and I was like I thought someone picked the same book that I picked and I was like who who picked that book and then I was like wait a minute and then it took me what Sam tenets to figure out that was my own yeah I was like I was like oh wait a minute did I pick that book and you were like yeah is this yeah I lost my mind no one yeah, I wasn't um, firing okay, so on, we on all cylinders. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Todd picked Foundation by As- Isaac Asimov. Wait, these are the books that he picked someone else to read. Okay. For someone else to read. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, his, his, the books that he selected for someone else to read were Foundation by Isaac Asimov mm-hmm. and The Swerve. Uh, which won the National Book Award for History eight-ish yeah. years ago. I don't know. It's, yeah. Um, and the person who drew his bag was... <laughs> was <laughs> Sam. <laughs> <laughs> which, can we so, state that these books are not your normal reading? We, I think that's fair to say, right? No. <laughs> yeah. And I had, and I've had on my list to try some sci-fi. So foundation is a good one to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, I and and I do like historical things, but I don't read just yeah. like straight history books. Yeah. Um, which is I have a degree in history, so yeah, that's weird. Um, so I right now I'm listening to the audiobook of this work. I'm only like a chapter and a half in. So okay. Um, yeah. Are you going to try to try to talk to me about it? I am. 
Okay. Maybe not by the deadline for recording, but I am going to try to read both. Okay. Um, so try, Tom is trying to talk to me about it this morning. I'm like, oh, no, save it for the podcast. <laughs> but, you know, I will be... I will be going downstairs to our basement and unearthing my college uh, notebooks because I do have things to say. <laughs> um, because this is this is basically the book is about um, the unearthing of the finding of a uh, an old Greek manuscript um, that then <clears throat> the author posits basically spurred a whole bunch of development in the Renaissance. Okay. And I took several classes on this topic in college. So we'll have we'll have interesting discussion, I'm sure. So the episode with you and Todd is just gonna be two you two bickering about history. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> we might have okay. to bring in a marriage counselor to, to, to <laughs> yeah. the podcast. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, moving on. That's awesome. So, um the books I chose were We Were Liars. Uh, which is a YA, it, it's like kind of a YA summer romp, but there's a huge twist. Um, and Dear White Peacemakers, which is was written by um, a Black woman who's the wife of a, I can't remember, Mennonite or Brethren minister, um, who really talks about how we should, you know, racism and, yeah. and how white allies should you know a bunch of information for white allies um so i picked those two um louise got my bag oh that's so a good that's she, had already, she had already read dear white peacemakers as 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 it was a staff pick that i put out a year mm-hmm. ago so she picked it up then um so she's gonna be reading we were liars okay my niece is reading she's that not was a reading big yeah yeah Oh, it's so good. I've heard it's good. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to do the podcast because of the twist at the end. We don't want to spoil it. Okay. But it was so important to the book. So Mm -hmm. we'll see how that goes. Okay. (laughs) Um, Emily picked Killer by Design, which is a nonfiction look at serial killers. And Silent Patient, which is a Mm -hmm. psychological thriller. Yeah. Um, Lindsay got her bag. Um, and Lindsay was really excited because she said Silent Patient has been on her radar for a year or so. So she's that's what she'll be reading. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um next we have Alex. <clears throat> her bag included All Systems Red, which is I think is that the first in the murder bot? The series? murder bot, yeah. Yeah, which is hard. It's hard sci-fi. It's it's sci-fi. It's pure yeah. sci-fi. Um, Martha Wells, I believe, is that is that author? Yeah. Um, and uh, the Honeys, which is kind of a fantasy thriller YA, okay. dark YA. Um, it came out. I want to say last summer, like August ish. Got a little bit of buzz right at first, and then you know disappeared and all the fall stuff. Mm. Um, elect. Sis got that bag. Oh. Um, and she's gonna be reading the honeys. Okay. So I've yeah, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, yeah. Um and maybe then when we're all maybe when dad, we're all maybe when we're all done with all of our swapping, maybe we can just like all continue to swap all of the books 
yeah like also you know yeah. what I mean because I I'd like to read some of these other books too <laughs> <laughs> um my dad picked uh boys from Biloxi which is a John Grisham and it leans more in the historical fiction of John Grisham than mystery of course there's always a mystery involved Mm-hmm. Um and World of Curiosities, which is the latest in the uh, Louise Penny series, oh, okay. um, the Inspector Gamache series, um, which Alex got that bag, um, and she's been watching the the Louise Penny the Inspector Gamache series. I don't know, is it Stars or Showtime or one of those? I have no idea. Um, they started with book two of the series, though. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, so she's going to read the World of Curiosities because she had been watching the show, so she's familiar with the characters okay. and was excited for that. I didn't even know um, there was so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Alexis's bag included the Measure, which is a a modern, fantastical, dark, I believe, mm-hmm. it's fiction and yeah. Em- yeah, an emergent strategy, which is a a um not self-help but like a cognitive theory yeah like a psychological yeah um, yeah psychological yeah Yeah. um todd got that bag um yeah so he's gonna read he's gonna read the measure for that he's he's not other than history he's not a nonfiction reader at all occasionally a biography but he's really yeah so um Maybe he'll pick up emergent strategy later. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Bailey's bag uh, included Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which is one yeah. of her favorite books. Mm-hmm. Um, huge seller at the store, huge TikTok book. Mm-hmm. And where the crawdads sing, uh, which again is a huge bestseller movie recently or TV show. I can't Yeah. Uh, um, movie, I think. Movie. Yeah. It was on streaming. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. Um, yes, the whole streaming thing. Do you call it a TV show? Because it's on. I'm watching it on my TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. <laughs> um, my dad got that box, that bag. Really? I know. So, like I said, there's some interesting pairings. Um, he's already read where the crawdads sing. Um, so he and he actually he really enjoyed that book. So he's going to be reading. Yeah. Uh, Evelyn Hugo. So okay. um, he does read a lot of contemporary fiction, more yeah. the historical bit. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what he has to say about reading something that's not deep and historical and more right. like people story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that'll be an interesting conversation. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think because he's he's, cause, cause he's, he's the elder, elder statesman of the store. And is Billy the youngest? Definitely. And I think Bailey's the youngest, right? Yes, Bailey's the youngest. Yeah, that'll or, be fun. Or she, or she and Emily the same age? Yeah, they're really they're close like in age. Yeah. Months of each other. Yeah. 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 So it'll be, yeah. And I don't think they've ever, other than like at uh, large things meetings. that we've done, staff things, I don't think they've worked yeah. together on a, like a gift at all. Like they know no. each other. Yeah. But I don't think they work together on a shift at all. So I, it'll be, yeah, I that'll be, so. it might be a very short. <laughs> so, well, we'll I read where the, I, I've read where, where the, where the crawdads sing too. So I'll, we can, we can all talk about that. I haven't read Evelyn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and then Louise picked Wolf Hollow, which is a uh, middle grade. And Under the Whispering Door, which is T.J. Clune. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I just talked about Emily. The same world yeah. as Cerulean's. Yeah. yeah. So that's what she decided. So Emily got that bag and she decided okay. to read the T.J. Clune book. We were, yeah. we were talking about it yesterday because I asked her what books she was going to read for book swap. And she said um, she couldn't remember the title of it. And she was explaining. And I said, oh, I think it's yeah. I think it's this one. I said, I haven't read Under the Whispering Door, but I read Cerulean Sea. And um, uh-huh. I said, if 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 it's anything like Cerulean Sea, you'll probably love it because that's the Worcester book. But yeah. And see, I now I want to read both of them. I think you love but, Cerulean you know, Sea. I haven't read the other one, I so I don't I know. Too. I think yeah. you would love it. Yeah. But it's set in the same world, Cerulean Sea, I think. And then he has a okay. new one coming out, too, that I think is also set in that same yeah. world. Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, don't quote me on that podcast, people. Just, <laughs> yeah, don't quote me. Spring is almost here, and back in full force, finally, are some in-store events happening. Uh, Alex, who some of you may know and love from listening to this podcast or seeing her in the shop, uh, is taking over as our social media and events coordinator, and she's got some great things on the calendar for the next coming months. So just a brief overview for you. We have a bunch of tarot events. We have Intro to Tarot, Parts 1 and 2 are both coming back. Uh, Part 2, more recently, Part 2 is happening on February 27th. $25 a ticket uh, to RSVP. Uh, You get a book. Uh, This time it's called How to Learn Tarot. And everybody who's taken these classes loves them and asks when there are going to be more. So I encourage you to check that out. Tarot Tuesdays is something new. The fourth Tuesday of every month. This is not a class. It's not a book club. It's kind of just like a social gathering for people who are into tarot and metaphysical stuff. Um, Kind of a guided discussion group. That is also on our calendar starting in February. Mark your calendars, people, because game nights are coming back. On the third Thursday of every month, starting in March through October, this free game night is to play demo games, learn how to play new games. This time it's more geared towards adults. You can check out the details for that again online at our website. You can click on game night and find out everything you need to know. On March 21st, We are going to usher in the change of seasons, the spring equinox with Bell Book and Candle, having a fun spring equinox event. It's $25 um, again because uh, there are refreshments. We're going to do some crafts and you get to go home with a little plant that you can nurture and care for. um, Or if you're like me, just pray that it stays alive for more than two weeks. Uh, We have more author events coming out, some really fun author events with some of our favorite children's picture book authors, Jennifer Roddenbush, um, Jessica Whipple, and of course, always Jonathan Stutzman. He has a new tiny T-Rex coming out. We're going to be doing all kinds of author signing events and some special things coming up as well in the spring. And finally, for second Friday in March, the Warwick High School is putting on Susical the Musical. And so for second Friday in March, uh, some of the cast members from the musical will be at our store um, just kind of, I don't know, signing autographs, having fun, being in character, maybe getting up to some, um, you know, trouble as Dr. Seuss characters tend to do. So that's second Friday in March. Come to our store, see the cast and have a good time. 
There are so many more um, events and everything that we have planned, I can't possibly list them all here. What I would recommend that you do is number one, go to our website, aaronsbooks.com. You can find everything you need there. One of the most important things you can do is in the top right-hand corner of our website, there's a little yellow square, it says subscribe to our newsletter. And if you click on that and you give us your email, you will get every month delivered to your mailbox an update on new titles that are coming out and on store events and things that are happening in town. So I highly recommend that you do that. Jump on our website, click on that, subscribe to newsletter so you can be kept up to date with all of the fun Aaron's Books is going to have in the coming months. And now, back to the show. Coming up to you, so Lindsay chose Horror Store. Yeah. Um, which is a Grady Hendrix, and yes. I know how much everybody in the store loves him. I'm sure he's wonderful. I won't read his books. You should. Um, and <laughs> I should not. Mm. And Ghost of Rose Hill, which is a YA historical-ish ghost yeah. story. Yeah. Um, and, and you got her bag. I did. I was so excited when I opened it. I was like, no question who this is. Like, it's very yeah. clearly. Yeah. <laughs> And I am going to read both. I'm, I'm definitely reading Horror Store for the podcast, but I'm going to read both because they're they're both ones that I wanted to read. When we got the Horror Store in the first time, I was like, I think I probably stood yeah. there for five full minutes just looking at it because my first thought was, why is there an Ikea catalog on one of our exactly. book displays? Exactly, yes. And yes. I was like, that's so yes. weird. Who put an Ikea catalog here? And then I picked it up and mm-hmm. I started like like flipping through it and I was like, oh my God, this is a book. Like it's a, it's yeah. like a real, and then I looked at the cover and I saw, I was like, oh my God, it's Grady. <laughs> and I just, it fooled me <laughs> because it looks so much like an actual Ikea right. catalog. Yeah. So, so yeah, I've, I, uh, I'm going to be on a Grady Hendrix kick because I just, I finished reading the, um, how to sell a haunted house and yeah, you are correct. You should, you should never read Grady. Hendrix. I don't, yeah, no, I barely no, do it. No. <laughs> I can I can barely do it. Like I have to like sometimes read a little bit and then I put it down and walk away. Like okay, happy thoughts, Kristen. Think yeah. happy thoughts. These the puppets in the basement are not going to murder <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, but I and I also want to yeah, read the no. Ghost of Rose Hill because it looks it's told it's also written in verse. I think the Ghost of Rose Hill. So yeah. um, and I love stories like that. Like the yeah, I love stories that are told in verse like that. So yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, I told myself, I told myself if I got Lindsay's bag, I was going to have to go for the way one because I might be able to make my, make my way through it. Or, you could, or what you could have done is just like not set a thing and just put it back and roll the dice again. <laughs> you shouldn't be. <laughs> See, I drew last. I had to take whatever, whatever was oh, left. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because we got, we got down to the last four or five bags. We have one more bag to talk about, but we yeah. got back down to the last four or five bags and Todd's was sitting there. And I was like, well, you know, Todd and I are choosing last. I, that's why I ended up getting his because it was, the, you know, I, yeah. he couldn't take it. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So when you, when you got Lindsay's, I was like, okay. I love Lindsay. She's fabulous. She's wonderful. She and I probably will never read the same. No, you won't. <laughs> I am such a damn wimp when it comes to things. Yeah. Um, so our last one is the one that you put together. I did. If you want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can remember what I put in there. Uh, 
so the the two that I picked, one the first one was called Hamnet, and I just I both both ones I picked are contemporary, and I didn't realize it until afterwards, but they're both pretty dark. Like I don't mean dark like scary. I just mean like the mood of them is like kind of dark. Because Hamnet is all about he's never mentioned by name, but it's about Shakespeare. It's about his early life as a uh, teen, his relationship with his parents. It's a very well-researched historical fiction and um, him meeting his wife. And then the title, of course, is Hamnet, which is back then was interchangeable for Hamlet. And it's the story of his son and the death of his son that inspired the play Hamlet. And it I read it. I read the advanced copy of it years ago, and it was one of those books that, like, I, I couldn't read anything else for like a week or two afterwards. I just, I could, I couldn't move on from it because it was so affecting, and really beautifully written. I loved it. So that was one that I put in there, and then the other one I put in there is called Sin Eater. It came out years ago, um, and again, it's kind of like this really dark medieval story of. Um, a townswoman who back then they would have these people called sin eaters that when a person died, they would set a table with food that represented the sin of that person's life. And then the, the sin eater was kind of like this untouchable person, this woman, and she would come in and she had to sit and eat at the table to absolve a person of their sins, kind of. So it's kind wow. of, it's <laughs> that, it's like that story, but it's, there's a mystery kind of cloaked in it as well because she ends up at a at a a funeral table for a person and there is a um a food on the table that represents like the worst like murder or one of the worst things or something but they don't she doesn't know like why or it it's hard to explain but it's it was a very good book it was very dark and then bailey got it and i was like oh sorry. i know the the only other person on staff who like only read light fluffy things <laughs> yeah so, yeah so I'm so, assuming she's reading so, Hamnet so I, because of the Shakespeare that's connection what, that's what I, I think so, gonna yeah. want to pick Hamnet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so those are my two books I'm I saying, loved them both and I, I must have been in a weird mood when I picked them because like I picked two are like very similar in tone so I must have been in like a weird yeah. place I know you yeah I think you had just finished the the new Celeste Ng book at that point. I think that was about oh, the same time you were reading it. Yeah, maybe I was just in such a like an emotionally crushed moment that I was like picking other books <laughs> just like emotionally crushed me, I guess. <laughs> um, um, every time I see Hamnet, this is just like a total aside and you can delete this and podcast <laughs> listeners go get a drink or whatever. So every time I see that, I have to laugh because when I worked at the Folger Shakespeare Library, that was the mid 90s. Mm-hmm. so you know internet was still kind of a newish thing like it was mostly nerds using the internet and so we got a new computer system for the public to because the library is closed to the public but we have a, a room that people can go in and see things and so we got a new internet system where they could research and see images of original Shakespeare okay. documents and, yeah. and we called it net <laughs> that's awesome of course every time I see that I think of, I think of you know the 90s and this early computer system only a bunch of nerds yeah. only a bunch of literature nerds would come up with that call it computer the ham net well it was the Folger Shakespeare <laughs> library everything exactly. was named after something Shakespeare yeah that's very yeah. that's 
perfect hamnet yeah yeah i love it that's awesome so that's that the book stuff it's gonna be interesting yeah that's everybody it's gonna there are gonna be some interesting conversations i can't wait to see yeah. i can't wait to finish my book and argue with todd about history from a thousand years ago <laughs> It'll be fun. They're fun conversations. They are. They're always conversations, though. I enjoy them because it's fun hearing what other people think about a book that you read that you really liked. Because, like, I'm a huge book club person. Like, book club are okay, but I don't love, I don't want to really sit around and talk about, like, a book with a bunch of people. But I like, like, I like it with another one other person or like it's just fun because it's kind of yeah. like it's it's a book club mixed with kind of just a social experiment to be like I loved this what did you think <laughs> but yeah yeah yeah, it's fun. yeah. so and we're, we'll do another book swap again I don't know yeah. we'll mix it up some other how I don't know maybe we should have one where like the listeners tell us what books we should read like we should have them assign us books like either individually, Ooh. you know what I mean? Like have have someone like, right. okay, like um, Lindsay loves horror. Has she ever read this one? You know what I mean? And like have like the listener yeah. challenge us to read something Ooh. either that, yeah, I don't know. I thought that that could be fun maybe. I don't know how. That could like, be fun, yeah. It, but yeah. Yeah. Or or customers in general, like let yeah. them vote on. Yeah, and that'd be fun. Yeah. And that we'd all have to read like one book or something. I don't know. From the but, list, yeah. 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 How are you doing but, yeah. on your 2023 goal? Your reading goal was to read. Oh, well, let's see. Sussex. And you are full of story crap. You, well, so you know, my suggestion. So Sam's goal was to read class books. Like, you know. Right. I, my my goal was a classic oh. a month. Right. We're now I thought halfway that. through month two. <laughs> and, and you I have not read a damn book. <laughs> well, the first one... Yeah, the first one you started was my suggestion, which was Tess Durbervilles. Yes, yes, Tess Durbervilles. Yes. Yeah, and you yes. were like, you're like bail. I bailed it. I bail on it. I yeah. can't do it. And it wasn't. It wasn't that I wasn't enjoying. It was. I don't know. I I read light and fluffy things. Yeah. Because I like the fast pace, and it was slow. Yeah. And, and I felt like I felt like I. Not that I've seen it, but I felt like I've seen it on BBC and BBS. Yeah. Like Which it you wasn't have. anything new, yeah. interesting to me. I yeah. have um, it, the characters. I've only read like the first two or three chapters, and the characters so much reminded me of the characters on the BBC show, which is also a book, which is sitting back there on my pile. Um, Lark Rise to Candleford. I watched which that. is about a very yep. love that. That's one of my I... all time favorite shows. <laughs> um. It reminded me so much of those characters that I kept I mixing them up in my head. Like yeah, I'm picturing that. the girl from that as Tess. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I abandoned that, not because I hated it, just I just couldn't yeah. focus I on it. So um I think when classes... Todd and I were away on vacation. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. And then when Todd and I were on way on vacation, I picked up one of his favorites. Um, it's still sitting in the backseat of the car. <laughs> So, and it's a hundred, a hundred years of solitude. Um, oh, so, oh, ooh, good luck. I think I'm gonna. Yeah, if you're looking for, yeah, it's, I know, I know. Classics are not. If you're looking for fast-paced reads, classics are not gonna give it to you. Sorry. So I think my goal now, instead of one a month, is to get through three by the end of the year. Just, so I'm gonna one. revise it to get just, through just three one. by the end of the year. Yeah. That's um, a good. 
Yeah. I'm, and all I'm about counting, it. if I read Foundation for the book swap, I'm counting that because that's yes. classic sci fi. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> they do count. I think our books, books should count for our goals because I'm counting mine because my goal yes. is to read something oh, totally. from each section of the store. So Lindsay's book is going to count for my YA and for my <laughs> for my horror. Or, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, for my general, that was my specific. For my general, my goal was to read uh, a book a week, basically come out to fifty-two ish books a year. I've read. So here on Storygirl, this is the one frustrating thing. It counts your audiobooks into your regular book reading. Okay. So I don't want to count those. Yeah. <laughs> so it says I've read six books. Uh, Two of those have been audiobooks. So, so, you've been, um, it was Alexis, so I've read Alexis was, yeah, But Alexis would say those count. Right. She can, but I want, <laughs> I'm keeping them separate. I do have an yeah. audiobook goal of 60 hours. And so oh. far I've read, I've listened to 15 hours of books. So I'm on, oh. I've read, listened to two full ones. And then like I said, I'm listening to the swerve right now. Yeah. So the last one I listened to, I totally, everybody, if you are between the ages of like 42 and 60, you have to read it. It is, see if I can find it. Um, it's called, I'm wearing tunics now. Oh, I saw that on your, I guess it's, it's on the staff so board. good. Yeah. 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 Or no, maybe I'm it was on your Instagram. He's on Instagram. Yeah, I'm yeah. wearing tunics now on Grow Better and a Hell of a Lot Louder by Wendy Aarons. I highly recommend the audiobook of it of it over the hardcover. I mean, you know, if you're yeah. not an audiobook person, but she's she's doing the audio, she's narrating it, and you she just puts full on snark. That's my favorite. That you don't yeah. get when you're reading the book. And yeah. it's it's freaking I mean, I was bookmarking parts and I'd be like, Todd, 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 you have to listen to this. This is so funny, this is me. You know? Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, there's one. Yeah, there's one part where she goes into her kid's new school, and she's she's equating the moms with the different cliques in high school. And I totally, yes. totally see that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> as a mom of a child who yeah. just started going to school this year, yes. <laughs> yeah, you would enjoy that. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll share that bookmark with you. <laughs> I saw it on your Instagram, and I was like, oh, okay, it's I'm gonna so add funny. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. yeah. So. But, yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing okay on my other challenges. It's only um, February and I'm all for revising. It's only February. And, you know, I I will, I will probably, I will probably hit the overall goal when we get, because I read two books a month specifically for my book club. So that's half right. of my reading goal right there. Right. Yeah. That's so, true. It's just squeezing in the time and the stuff I want to read as opposed to the stuff I have to read. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. Which is probably why you don't like nonfiction. I was thinking that because like if you had to read history, like nonfiction history when you were, I was talking to somebody else, either Bailey or someone and saying like, you know, certain books just feel like schoolwork, depending on like what you study, uh -huh. what you like certain books just feel too much like schoolwork. Um, and I, yeah, like maybe you just feel like reading nonfiction is just like too much like studying. <laughs> no, no, I didn't read in school. <laughs> my college grades greatly reflect the fact that I did not read <laughs> college, um, which is why I chose the classics because I didn't read any. Um, but I am also starting school again in March, which has yeah. a reading list. So I'm kind of like, oh, now I have yeah more books I have to read. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 
my pleasure books will be few you and, and far between, between for the next yeah mm-hmm. yeah i remember those years yeah. in grad yeah <laughs> not, yeah yeah necessary uh-huh. but uh-huh. not fun yeah no the cozy it'll have to be a cozy mystery because i have to have something light between reading yeah. a whole bunch of philosophy and history yeah yeah my <laughs> yeah. my pleasure reading almost fully stopped when i was in grad school like you remember what that what that's like you're just like you, no. The amount of brain bases you no, you don't. <laughs> you know, you think, my grad school was, my grad school was theaters. Oh. <laughs> True. Okay. Yeah. You just, I just don't have anything, any room in your brain for fun reading. It's just like all textbooks. Yeah. 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 So, well, that's one of the reasons I chose the book I did for uh Bailey and Emily. So we can talk a little bit since I'm not gonna yeah. be on their discussion. So, so I gave them, and oh, I'm going to have to look up the author. Um, the book is called Night in Shining Armor. And <laughs> I cannot wait. It's a time travel. Yeah. It's a time travel romance, historical romance. Um, and so, yeah. So when I was in college in high in college and high school, college and grad school yes I did not do much reading because I was doing book Mm -hmm. stuff and educational stuff um that was by Jude Devereaux um so this was you know I read romances all through high school I was a huge romance buff I started with um what's her name Danielle Steele when I was 13 (laughs) um so this was one of the first ones that I read after um after getting back into to reading again and it was I think I was looking at like some lists and it was it's kind of it older historical romances are called bodice rippers because basically you know oh I love you rip the bodice and rape the poor woman (laughs) you know and this one even though it was written in the 80s, mm-hmm. I think, late 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's feminist for that time period. <laughs> um, in the fact that she's like an educated woman out on her own. <laughs> um, um, and then there's the whole time travel. She time travels back to the medieval period. Um, but it's definitely very dated. I mean, like I reread it again a couple of years ago. It's definitely very dated and it's definitely, you know, because it was written in the 19 late eighties <laughs> that it's not. Yeah. I, the Gen Z's yeah. I'm sure are having a bit reading some of oh. the, the way she's treated so <laughs> and, I, and stuff. Yeah. So my, yesterday I worked yesterday and Emily and I overlooked a little bit of a ship. So yeah. uh, our ships overlapped. Yeah. And so I asked her, I was getting ready to leave and I asked her about, I was like, um, about recording that episode, like reading those books and stuff. And she started saying, she goes, um, we were talking about the book that you picked and she goes, listen you can I can hear it in Emily's voice and she's like it's a little she's like it's a little problematic at points and I was like I was like you mean like the overt sexism and anti-feminist like whatever she's like yeah I was like yeah that was the 80s like that's that's what the 80s were like (laughs) so it's gonna be a fun conversation I think to hear that from their perspective Yeah. yeah, but what's weird is, is it's it, at the time it was considered kind of like that bridge be- between the 
rape the yep. woman and now yep. everything is full consent it's yep. kind of that bridge but even even yeah. 20 30 years ago it was yeah. nowhere near yeah no she i forget yeah. she because she brought I it because i knew it was a different written in a different era yeah. but it's of its yeah it is very of its time she, she brought up a specific example of something from something from the book that one of the characters did i can't remember what it is right now and she said it and she was saying it i was standing there i was like yeah like i remember women actually saying that in real life like i can remember women yeah. saying certain yeah. like that kind of thing and she just thought it was like so otherworldly like who would do that and i was like mm-hmm. every every mom mm-hmm. i ever in the 80s <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is so funny because she time travels. I don't want to give too much away because I cannot wait for their conversation. She tries <laughs> to time travels back to the Renaissance or medieval period. And you're supposed to be like, holy crap, they treat women like crap back then. And then in fact, in reality, they treat women like crap in the whole book. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah it'll be- so yeah, I'm, I'm sure this will air like the minute before they start talking, and I cannot wait to hear it. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I'm excited for that conversation. So, yeah. Well, I'm gonna yeah. pee my pants yeah. if I don't go soon. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, leave that in. Leave that in. Yeah. Oh, I will. That'll be the beta part where I start going like, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you have stuff to do okay. today, so. and have a good day. Um, yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And happy Valentine's. I'll see you before Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. From the people who sell you actual books in a real-life indie bookshop comes a podcast all about books and the love of reading. So subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Aaron's Books.